Welcome to the Progressive Patriots Podcast, the show where military veterans come together to speak on the issues. We strive to unite the nation under a common banner of forward progress for all people of any color and creed, even those with whom we don't see eye to eye. Remember that the panelists are speaking on their own perspectives and do not represent any candidates, elected officials, or organizations unless explicitly stated. With all that out of the way, let's get right into it. Thank you for listening. This is the second half of our second episode, as promised. Uh, the conversation ended on gun violence. Sadly, we're picking up on more gun violence, and then the rest of the episode plays out from there. Uh, let me let's do one more unfortunate incident of a law enforcement officer, also in New Mexico, um, shot a nurse who works in uh, in a care home. A nursing home. Presley Ease is 36 in Las Cruces. Um, he's from Connecticut working in Las Cruces. Um, he was accused of shoplifting. I think they, uh, they said he was taking beer. They said. Uh, then uh, the police officer hit, the police officer's attorney uh, his statement was that the cop shot uh, during a physical struggle ease fell on top of a second officer tried to take that officer's gun then took his taser as my client attempted to pull ease off and the client the police officer said that he feared he and the second officer could be tasered and possibly shot with one of their own guns if they were incapacitated Uh, the new mexico attorney general called this poor police tactics and unjustifiable use of force and he's being charged with voluntary manslaughter i believe all right so basically this is a a case of employee theft if 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 we're gonna even assume that he took anything in the first place because how many times do these reports end up being bullshit right yeah uh but like, all right, so employee theft of a fucking beer. No, uh, Presley was at a store, like just at a shop. Oh, he was at a. Oh, he was at a shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. See the way the way I understood it was that he was at the nursing home. Okay. No, he so just they, works at a nursing home. That's all. So, dude, uh, I don't know, man. Like, honestly, that's why that store's got insurance. If you want to, like write the dude a citation or something like that. But like, why are we tackling a guy and killing a dude over? How did it escalate to this? How did it escalate to yeah. a physical yeah. altercation? That's un- that's unreasonable. It's way too excessive. The, I really wanted to try to keep it out, but he was, they, sh- he shot him in the back of the head. So it's kind of mm. like point blank execution. That's what it, yeah, that's, that's what it seems like to me. Um, so, uh, even with an altercation, sounds- you could have tased him. With your taser, what the fuck do you have it for? Yeah, exactly. Pepper spray, something. It sounds like these cops just are not trained. It sounds like they don't know what they're doing. You have two on one. You've got two cops. Like, and you're losing. And you're losing. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna talk to your 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 training officer because <laughs> there's something 
Okay, so they're not not so, trained. They are trained, and they're doing what they're trained to do. This is what they're trained to do. They're uh, they're taught that when you go out there, you're it's like you're going on patrol in Afghanistan. Any anyone okay. and everyone could be your is your enemy. How much of this? And I, you know, full transparency, I pursued a career in law enforcement when I got home. Um, I did not become a police officer. Um, but how much of this is simply because we don't give veterans very many options of where to go when they <laughs> yeah. leave the service. And a lot of veterans become cops and a lot of veterans bring shitty behavior from the infantry, military police, et cetera, et cetera, into the police world. Yeah. But not only that, how many guys with PTSD are cruising around the, with a badge and a gun right now in the United States? Let's have, you know, that's, that's a whole nother. Yeah. That's a, yeah. How I, many of those guys are fucked up? Like I was when I first got home, like I was when I and, got home. Yeah. And they just don't know it. And they're cruising around on anger and shitty decisions <laughs> Walk, like walking you know, on thumbtacks not eggshells you're walking on fucking thumbtacks dude and then you hand that dude a gun and a badge and you tell him that he has authority yeah no wonder these kids flip out like if you really stop and think about it like there needs to be police recruitment outside of the military a police police recruitment how do you fix police departments Start recruiting more women, start recruiting more black people, more Hispanics, but not just men, not just, you know, veterans who, hey, that guy who just came back from Afghanistan, like he'd make a great cop. No, he doesn't, <laughs> dude. That, that dude, that dude has been blown up six times and he is so fucking freaked out yeah. and like on a handful of pills a day, his back hurts, his knees hurt. We, I don't want that guy to be a cop. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's uh, funny you bring this up. I, I watched a video recently that was showing uh, two different police recruiting videos side by side. It was a, a recruiting video from a country in Europe, and it was a, a, a recruiting video of some American police department. The po American police department, they show tactical vehicles launching off of, you know, dirt piles and then like going into houses, you know, tact with tactical gear, SWAT and all, all their weapons. SWAT team, yeah. And then it goes to the police recruiting video from Europe, and it's like, hey, would you like to help your community? Would you like to help people? Would you like to do good things? And then it goes back to the American video, and it's just like people firing guns and like breaking through windows. <laughs> and then it goes back to the European one, it's like, oh, would you like to take this cat out of the tree? Or like, oh, you're help. Obviously, there's bad things that happen there too, but it just goes to show who are we trying to recruit into yeah, law enforcement? Who are we actively trying to get? Is exactly. People are with we... toxic masculinity problems with a chip on their shoulder. They have to prove how fucking tough they are, how awesome they are. And what's awesome to yeah. people like that? Killing black people. That's what makes you cool. And then, and in the meantime, let's not pay them shit. <laughs> so that these guys, so that these guys sit there they're overworked. Do you know a cop in America that doesn't work overtime? No. That isn't required <laughs> to work overtime? 
I know if that they did work overtime. My local PD, I know that they get paid really well for it, but yes, they do work a lot of overtime. Yeah. All of them work a lot of overtime. Why? Because they can't recruit. They're having the same problem the military is having. I think we're we're kind of reaching this cultural zeitgeist where if you talk to kids nowadays, they don't want to join the military. They don't yeah. want to go shooting. They don't want to handle weapons. Why? Because we as a country have let gun violence get to a point where these kids are turning against the country in a, in a sense, uh, uh, the culture. Yeah. They're like, fuck that. I don't want a gun. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to go My hunting. friend died want... last yeah. year at a fucking shooting. I don't want guns. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or, uh, you know, I've, I've been doing uh, intruder drills since I was in kindergarten and, and guns terrify me. So why the hell would I join the military? Like it, 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 it makes sense. They're just missing something. They're missing out on the fact that there's a problem inherent to how we're picking people to, you know, carry guns in this country yeah. in general, whether, whether it be in the military or police or whatever, we have an issue with attracting the correct folks to those fields because of the existing levels of gun violence in this country. Last thing before we move on is I heard a comedian. I cannot remember his name, but uh, it, was a, it was a black gentleman, older guy. And he was talking about gun violence and like, well, you know, I know of a way and every black person in this room knows we know of a way to get gun control passed tomorrow. Every single black person in the U.S. go buy an assault rifle. I promise you, it'll be banned. I promise. That's why they banned assault rifles in the first place, right? Reagan was one of the first ones to do it because of California. the Black Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. If only they knew more about Reagan and his his views on. I guns. thought he was a champion <laughs> of the Second Amendment. Is the Second Amendment oh supposed God. to trickle down as well? I I don't understand how it works. All right, let's get let's uh, move on here because we got quite a bit on Congress. Good conversation though, so I'm not sorry. Um, let's see. Okay, so as we know, Senator Dianne Feinstein of California passed away last Thursday, so last week, and she's a she has a checkered history as well. So I would, uh, I'm not gonna sing her praises, and I'm not gonna you know try to shit on her either. Uh, but let's go into what is new regarding her seat is Gavin Newsom selects LaFonza Butler to fill her vacancy until January of 2025. Uh, Miss Butler is an openly gay woman. She was a senior, one of Vice President Harris's senior advisors. She was the president of the largest labor union in California and is, well, I guess not anymore, the president of Emily an organization that looks to uh, support female candidates that support reproductive rights. Let's see. So it's a crowded primary. Uh, reps Barbara Lee, Adam Schiff, and Katie Porter are all running for the primary nomination. And uh, Newsom said specifically he will not pick one of them. So hence Miss Butler. Hmm. So I think, it's, I mean, just her, like her, her credentials here are fucking solid Did, didn't she was it the the gig worker thing didn't she help to oh 
I'm gonna have to figure that out. That uh, might have been what the labor union she worked on. I think she helped to fight to keep gig workers as gig workers. Oh, really? Yeah, I think there's some some interesting. I didn't know that. What do you so while Bryson's looking that up? What do you guys think on this whole notion of? Oh well, it should have gone to Barbara Lee. Um, I'm look. Feinstein was never going to leave that seat, and the <laughs> the 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 idea of ninety year old senators is and Congress people is ridiculous to me. Yeah. Like that is you cannot tell me in any way, shape, or form that that's what our founding fathers intended. Was there to be hundred year olds crawling? creepily stalking like Nosferatu <laughs> around the freaking halls of Congress. Uh, I'm looking at you, Mitch McConnell. Oh my um, goodness. But the notion of, well, the seat should have gone to Barbara Lee. It Why? should have gone to so-and-so. Exactly. Why? Why are we, why do we have this like, seniority yeah like thing it's my turn it, like it's hillary's turn that's why you should vote for her in the primary in 16. oh my god i saw an interview with her today uh, on i want to say cnn and i was like seriously like the first thing that came to my mind and and, and there's a lot of hillary folks out there that are gonna send me hate mail now <laughs> but like who gives a shit the woman is not in politics anymore. She right. holds no current office. She is a private fucking citizen. Grab somebody's grandma out of their living room and stick them in front of a camera and you're getting generally the same fucking opinions. I I just don't get the hero worship around people like the Clintons. Like yeah. a, I mean I like I I have nothing against Barbara Lee. So Barbara Lee, love you girl. More power to you. But, like, I just don't like the idea of, like, well, it's my turn now. Yeah. Or I, I put in the time, so I should get this. No. I deserve this. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It, that's what – that's a problem I had. That was an argument I had, actually, on Clinton in the 2016 primary was I, I voted for Bernie Sanders because I like his policies more. That's really it. And then, like, I – some friends, not friends anymore, were throwing like the sexist card or misogyny card. Like, like, buddy, no. Okay, look, if it was Hillary Clinton or Elizabeth Warren, I'm picking Elizabeth Warren. Or if it's like, I don't know, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that Hillary's a woman or anything. It's that I, I don't, I didn't really like her. I no, voted for her in the general. But yeah, she was a flawed candidate. Yeah. I voted for her in the general as well. I also voted for for Bernie. Um, but like she was a flawed candidate. Yeah. And 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 so here's so let me let me hit you with a question as we're talking about this then. Are we making the same mistakes in, with the Biden administration that we did with Clinton in 2016? In the sense that we are assuming that Biden is going to win and assuming that the right is going to lose. Yes. Are we are we are we making the same mistakes? Because I feel like we are. I do, too. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's going to go like it did in 16, but it is it is like a parallel. We're doing the same shit. 
and the th- the same shit might happen again. I've got family members who straight up said that they won't vote at all if Biden is the candidate. Goodness fucking gracious. And like I've had those conversations and like I mean, I work in politics. I I, I work as an, as a community organizer, so like they know what I do. <laughs> they know that I'm going to harp on them for not voting. But that's that's the point that some people are at right now. It's like they're saying, well, if if the choice is between Biden and Trump again, then fuck it, I'm not voting. Yeah. And so how much of that is is voter burnout and how much of that is like they got a point. They got a little bit of a point. There's a great there's got to be a grain of salt, grain of truth in there. right? I understand the sentiment. Yeah, exactly. I understand why they feel that way. I don't like it, but I get it. Uh, one. So, oh, so, so real ahead. quick. Sorry, back to yeah. Uh, go for it. Yeah, uh, uh, Lafonza uh, Butler. Yes, Miss Butler. She was retained by Uber um, to advise the company on its dealings with organized labor. So she was paid money uh, during the whole gig worker. We want more rights kind of thing, but. I can't read the article because it's behind a paywall. Thanks, San Francisco Chronicle. I have no idea if you're good or not. Um, <laughs> the, San as much Francisco as I can, Chronicle? Steve, I, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea who owns them. They but command big some, dollars, dog. So I don't know. Break out your wallet. <laughs> from what I can see, she believes Uber drivers and other gig workers deserve full benefits for, of employment, uh, but did not specify what her work with the company entailed. So Somebody I can't signed an NDA. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into it more, but it, there is some... some I'm going to guess stuff. that she helped them structure like a bare minimum kind of offer. Something that yeah. would be palatable for the workers. Yeah, that, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That's, yeah. My, that's just an assumption. That's not a fact. I don't know but, that. I'm just saying that's what I think. Yeah. Uh, she seems better than most, though. So. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know much about Katie Porter. I've heard in one interview of hers, and that's really it. Barbara Lee... I, I don't know, like, the idea was that uh, Newsom didn't want to, you know, uh, tip the scales for anyone in particular and let them win on their own merits, which makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, if Barbara Lee but, truly deserves it, then she's going to win, right? But doesn't he tip the scales a little bit to the person he appointed? Oh, uh, right. The His pick was someone who... Like I don't know, it, handshake agree, handshake agreement that sh- they're not going to run in the in the neck in the primary. See, but I read that they had renegotiated that, and that she is he is okay with her if she runs. Oh, so she's she's saying no right now, but she's saying no right now. But my guess is that she's going to run when she's ta- and... gets a taste of that sweet sweet fucking washington dc food or something i don't know oh my god whatever it is she's gonna get a taste of power and she's gonna want to keep the seat yeah yeah pretty much Uh, and and let's be real like there's being an incumbent yeah has a lot of power yeah in 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 american politics especially nowadays um especially in a in a level of political apathy where people are just just as likely to pick you know, eeny, meeny, miny, mo on a freaking voting form because they don't know, they don't care, they don't they haven't read up. Again, it, I think it, a lot of it just comes down to voter apathy and, 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 and combating that. But 
hey, I I'm curious to see who comes out on top of that pile. Um, Katie Porter, uh, I think she's hilarious on her. Uh, it, she's the one that does like the Jeopardy with with uh, the the hearings, right? Is she, is that yes. who I'm? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah that's <laughs> like, I absolutely love her grilling people with like, you know, you know, just the most ridiculous forms of Jeopardy in Congress. She makes it fun. She makes it engaging. Uh, like if if I was teaching and wanted to get my students into it, she'd be the clips that I'd put on. You know what I mean? Like, right. Cause she's making it engaging for folks. Um, so definitely dig her there. Barbara Lee, come on. She's the only one that voted against the Iraq war. What more can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's keep going here. Uh, okay. little quick update on Senator Bob Menendez of New Jersey pleads not guilty, refuses to resign. His trial starts May 6th with Judge Sidney Stein. And all of his co-conspirators also pled not guilty. And uh, further to that, um, the Biden administration uh, came out with, they are going to work with Congress to review military aid and arms sales to Egypt. Um, after yes. Menendez was tipping the scales for Egypt. And he has Egyptian gold bars in his pocket. Isn't Egypt like an authoritarian country yes, right now? Very much have so. Like a dictator. Why are we selling military uh, arms? Senator. So the his replacement, uh, Menendez's replacement in the committee is uh, Ben Cardin of Maryland, and they have a hold on current funds for Egypt, and it's going to remain in place until they correct their human rights record. So, yep, they're probably not going to. <laughs> they're probably not getting oh, that money hey, little, little tidbit too that's exactly why we had uh, what was it COP26 or what was the last COP on the thing on climate change oh yeah it was in uh, it was oh no it was it 25 I don't know whichever number it was they had it in Egypt because it is an authoritarian country and if someone wanted to go and protest all of these world leaders talking about climate change and what they're not going to do what better place to do it where you could just throw them all in jail? Like when the G20 and the G7 will uh, convene. They, yeah. They get shit on. Uh, all right. So that's the update on the Menendez situation. Uh-uh-uh. It's the second time he's gotten. Yeah. The last time was in the 90s. I, w- I wish she would just go away, <laughs> to be honest. Again, why are we still dealing with a problem for 30 years ago? Go away. Uh, his one of the reps in New Jersey is going to uh, primary him if he doesn't step down. Good, it's Andy Kim. Okay, so let's see here. House Speaker news. So McCarthy was removed from the speakership. This is the first time this has ever happened. Uh, Representative Steve Scalise, House Majority Leader, and uh, Jim Jordan of Ohio, Kevin Hearn of Oklahoma, uh, Scalise of Louisiana. They're going to be jockeying for the primary seat. Or primary seat, the uh, speakership. Now, after this debacle went down, the moderate, moderate, quote unquote, House Republicans, they're calling for a change to that one person motion to vacate rule that uh, that Matt Gates and McCarthy uh, made together. <clears throat> so I got some poll data. It was a thousand respondents. 
Okay, so perceptions of the removal. Seeing it as a good thing. 42% of Republicans thought it was a it was a good move to remove McCarthy. 20 27% of Democrats. These are self-identified people, so uh, it was a bad move, 32% Republican, 40% Democrat. Neither good nor bad. Um, 17, 24. Let's see. Who's going to regret this move? The Republicans will is 20 to 62, naturally. Uh, the Democrats will regret 31 to 9. Both will regret 19 to 13. No one will regret 27 to 15. Uh, I voted on this one. I was one of the Democrats voting that the Democrats will regret this because Jim Jordan is the heavy favorite to succeed Kevin McCarthy. And he will absolutely not cooperate. He will not be, he's not bipartisan in any way. This is not good for the, for House Democrats. He's responsible for the last shutdown, <laughs> arguably. Yeah, he might be responsible for another one. Yeah. Oh, he's certainly not going to be, you know, aver uh, uh, you know, avoiding a shutdown in any way. Oh. Bryson, what do you what do you think, dude? Like, I I feel like I didn't really. Like, Jim Jim Jordan's a clown. Yeah, but he um, of the preferred next speakers, um, Scalise nineteen and nine, Jordan forty eight and two, Hearn three and one, they all suck nine and sixty six. All I know is whoever it is, I'm not going to like him. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to, uh, it's not going to be good for me in any way. Um, so, and, but I did see one thing. I don't know if we had plans to talk about it. I forget who it was, but they uh, did a CNN interview and talked about uh, Gates showing videos on the house floor. Did you guys see that? No. Videos of what? Uh, encounters he had with, uh, uh, let me, let me look it up. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we come back to it. Uh, yeah. Um, no. So while you're doing that, speaking uh, on the topic of who is who may be the next Speaker of the House. Oh, Mr. Trump is might be planning a visit to Washington next Tuesday where he is going to meet with the House Republicans to discuss who should be the next Speaker of the House. And everybody's favorite, Marjorie Taylor Greene, suggested that he should put his name in the hat so that's blah, blah, blah. so that's kind of fun so what like what's the plan there they put trump into the speakership and then what are they going to try to i don't know hurt biden and kamala so that they they're incapacitated in some way <laughs> i think this was the plan all along this is the dumbest shit ever i i think the plan all along because if you really look at it matt gates basically came in lit the whole book of matches on fire lit the damn house on fire walked out there was no plan he didn't there wasn't a like oh yeah well i want mccarthy out so we can put in this guy yeah right i think the plan is stall make the republicans look like shit they're gonna vote they're gonna vote unsuccessfully at least once and then they're gonna try to put in trump as a consensus candidate because they can't get anybody else who'd get to 18. Yeah, nobody but, else wants to do it. Well, I mean... Uh, other than those first, three. Yeah, and, and Gates... So let's clarify. Gates using the uh, motion to vacate rule, like, that rule has 
been there yeah for a long time but nobody has basically dared to use it in the past is that is that is that correct yeah. i know it was banned it was banned under pelosi i think which... the the rule had to pass a like it had to pass a vote on the entire floor just to be just to consider it let alone actually remove them so they get voted on twice basically oh oh yeah okay well that that's different so now but now gates made it so that he could he had the kill switch ready all right i found it right so senator uh, mark wayne mullen from oklahoma accused uh representative gates of openly detailing his sexual experiences to fellow lawmakers and showing videos on the house floor apparently but like doing things he's not supposed to be doing with children or oh, maybe i was yeah i was gonna ask like are these are these girls of age because that makes I, it a little yeah. extra shitty yeah he's got a he has a history yeah i know yeah underage that, girls that's not it that's not even the biggest thing that blew my mind. The thing to me is this guy knew this guy saw it and he didn't say anything. He was just like, Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'll bring it up when I need to like that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Obviously there's, there's something weird going on here. My guess is look, my guess it is that it's not somebody who's underage. My guess is that it's some unfortunate girl from the DC area that he is now showing off to other GOP members in the house, which is just disgusting in its own right. Here's, here's the thing. The guy who's saying it, watch the video, right? So like, he's not saying like, he's not saying like, Hey, this guy, this guy showed me this and I turned away in disgust. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like, he I had a good video. video. Like he wasn't very good. Like his technique sucked. <laughs> I, I was oh my God. I don't think that there, I don't think there was videos involved now. Uh, um, but still, you know, talking to people and very explicit describing, describing yeah. explicit encounters and being like, "Hey, I'm um, I'm not going to tell anyone about this. I don't care. I'm not going to bring it up." That's super super messed up. I think he's an incel anyway. So probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I just so so nobody gets sued. I don't think he's an incel. Uh, but, but like, dude, like guys like him, I, I think we definitely knew people like him in the service, right? Like we, we, we definitely oh, knew okay. guys, guys like him who were just like embellishment. Always it's not bragging even... about girls that yeah. they fucked and of whatever. I was a division one state champion wrestler and whatever. Yeah. Uncle Rico. Uh, I definitely... I definitely knew guys like that, and I worked in a military prison for five years, so. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. One more thing on Congress. I think it was, I don't recall what day it was specifically, but uh, Representative Jamal Bowman of New York pulled the fire alarm because he was trying to get to a vote, and the door was locked. So he pulled a fire alarm and he claimed he thought that would unlock the door. Like, come on, no dog. Way. Just own it. Just, yeah. Own just it, dude. It. No, oh, nobody believes fire? you. Did it say fire on the lever? Exactly. That's that's some of the jokes that I was hearing is like, okay, my kids are like six and they know what a fire alarm looks like. It says fire on it. Like you and can't... you normally have to open a little case yeah. or like 
You know yeah. what I mean? There's there's more steps than just pulling the fucking thing. And don't don't the the buttons that open doors usually have a nice little little symbol on it? <laughs> you know, like a little guy in a wheelchair, person in a wheelchair. You know, that's how those work usually. <laughs> yeah, there was, oh there's God. no this, no excuse. He um he was running late and he didn't want them to proceed without him. That's yeah, absolutely yeah. what was happening. Um, okay, I don't have anything more there. Uh, the Supreme Court released a nine-month plan. So this is what they're going to be listening or hearing over the next year is uh, domestic violence, gun curbs. So they're going to argue the constitutionality of those. The South Carolina electoral map funding the Consumer Finance Bureau, uh, the Security and Exchange Commission's in-house enforcement, commercial fishermen rights, social media content moderation, uh, social media as it pertains to government officials and free speech, the Purdue Pharma bankruptcy settlement, and the Trump Too Small trademark. <laughs> That's quite a docket. Yeah. Wow. They're uh, all the important things, right? Yeah. Super. Uh, the so social I, media shit's yeah. a can of worms. Yeah, yeah it is. I can't wait to see how that plays out. Like, what? Yeah, how do you what constitutes free speech and then content moderation. Like it's their platform. They own the infrastructure. So they can kind of make whatever rules they want. But when they're as ubiquitous as like Facebook or Twitter or whatever, what do you do there? I, so here's where I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate on this one. Does it really matter how ubiquitous a forum is? So, for example, maybe my opinion is worth more at a certain va in a certain forum. My opinion is paid attention to more in a certain forum, right? But does that mean that I can get upset that my voice isn't being heard on another forum? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think at the end of the day, Facebook and Twitter, or excuse me, X, X. It's like that. It's that Twitter. Sesame, it's it's a, Twitter. Yeah, the Sesame Street episode where Elmo has the little symbol that Prince yeah. used to go by. But like, you have these places that I think they're. You have to almost think of them as physical spaces for conversation. You know what I mean? Right. So like, the, just because I own a conference center doesn't mean that i have to regulate the speech inside the conference center you could refuse to book them you could and that's where i think it's not so much about content moderation user moderation user moderation bingo I that, okay i feel like i can it, i get it i feel like it has a lot to do with am i allowed to make false claims for my benefit or can i be a straight-up nazi on Twitter or exactly. Facebook, yeah. to which I say, fuck Nazis in every shape and form. I don't care about their free speech rights at all. But again, if you went into a pub, so again, a public forum. Yeah. You went into, if you went into the local pub and started espousing Nazi bullshit, chances are the owner of that establishment is going to kick you the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nine times out of 10, right? If you go into, an establishment and you're acting a fool and being rude to other people and you do other stuff, they're going to ban you from that place. They're going to kick you the fuck out. 
I am more about like maybe we need to get to the point where like, hey, uh, if you can't be a big kid and play with the big kids, then maybe you don't get to play with the big kids no more. And like maybe we just need to start taking people's privileges away on <laughs> social media. Like, all right, we you we 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 let you go on Twitter and you were sending people dick pics and being stupid and then we let you on Facebook and you started sharing you know, Nazi shit. So guess what? You're done. Yeah. No, no more social media for you. From, from my perspective, I don't see Twitter, Facebook, tw X, whatever it is, Facebook, you know, Reddit. That's not any different than just going to the town square, just going out in public. Like, yeah. If you can't, if you can't go out on a street corner and say all that crazy stuff, you shouldn't be able to say it uh, uh, on, on, on those social media platforms and obviously you start getting into hot water nazis can go out on street quarters and yell stuff but at the same time i they am like get knocked the fuck out <laughs> i can i can go to that same street corner and be like yeah well yeah exactly and there's definitely cases of that um but i can go on there and be like no he's not right he's incorrect in what uh -huh. he's saying blah 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 so it, it, it definitely is a tricky situation. But. So you're you're thinking more like moderate the content that you consume rather than what other people do. Moderate yeah, what you consume. Thing, yeah. They're not set up in that way. They're set up in it. They all have algorithms yeah. that put the content in front of you for you. Have um, you guys have you guys tried Blue Sky? Is that no, a Twitter alternative? So Blue Sky is was created by twitter so it was the original like creators of twitter who after they sold twitter created this um it's been super exclusive uh i it took me months and months and months to get an invite code to it but that's basically the gist is that you are moderating your own content you're moderating your own feed um, and, and you can give it, you know, particulars, you can follow certain people, you right. have your network. Um, I think that is very much the future, but also it goes to the echo chamber bit. You know what I mean? Cause right. how much, how much do you moderate to the point where like, you're not hearing varying opinions and you're just you're getting in that reinforcement loop. That's true. Yeah. Another point. another bit on this uh, is government officials and their access, and them. If can they block people if they don't like what they're saying? So it like does that vi is that a violation of free speech specifically First Amendment? Because I'm trying to speak to my representative or my senator, and they don't like what I'm saying, so they they block me. They, that's like a an official government action or whatever. Um, if yeah. they're using their official account, not a personal. Uh, that's <laughs> that one's a tough know. one. I mean, yeah. I could because still send them this... a, an email or something. Yeah, you can still go to their office and right. set up an appointment. Yep. And obviously, maybe not everyone has that ability. I think if we use the same analogy of it being a place, right? Mm -hmm. So. Your rep is on the soapbox talking. Yeah. You come my, in. my rep is on a soapbox. I come in and 
tell them they fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> you suck. I don't agree with you. You're doing a terrible job. Okay. Their staff could come up and ask me to leave, depending on the location, right? Right. Let's say we're at a restaurant and they're doing an event. Their staff could come up and ask me to leave. How is that any different? Here, I mean, is this like a personal message thing? Because I think it comes down to like, if the platform, if you're violating the terms of that platform. And that's, that's what the argument is, is because they're a government official in their official capacity, do the terms of service inhibit your free speech to like your connection to your representatives is the argument that they're going to have either way. Like these are, you guys are making really good arguments for both. Um, I'm more interested in hearing about these now. Like when I was reading about what the Supreme court was going to hear, I wasn't that interested in these, but now I am interesting. Hmm. Uh, okay. One last thing before we get out of here in idaho they have a they had a near total uh, abortion ban um, and it is now enforceable after an appeals court the all three panelists are trump appointees they removed the block so the ag of idaho he called this a sensible law the sole exception is to prevent the mother's death with yeah, which is pretty rough. Um, the um, so the U.S. sued Idaho, saying that the state ban violated the American Medical Treatment and Labor Act, which requires hospitals to stabilize patients with medical emergencies. So, you know, the U.S. argues if a woman comes in and something is going really wrong with her pregnancy and she needs to terminate now, or she's going to die. Well, she's, they're not allowed to do that. So Judge Lawrence Van Dyke said that the the Treatment and Labor Act does not specify, uh, does not specifically mandate certain procedures, i.e. abortion, to be offered. So because the act doesn't say specifically abortion, it doesn't apply. That doesn't. That's that the stupidest shit I've ever heard ever. Like you're, if it saved their life, yeah, <laughs> then yeah, but, that's it does say that. It says I, that. So I think I don't know. I'm speculating here that he's trying to make it that they have to try all other avenues first, which I'm not entirely certain. I I really don't understand these people. I don't get this. So, in 2012, there was a similar incident that happened in Ireland. I don't know if you guys remember that, uh, where. A couple, I believe they were actually Indian citizens. So they were in Ireland. The The wife ended up passing because she was unable to get an abortion at the uh, hospital that they were at. They ended up changing the law in Ireland. I heard about them changing it. I didn't know why. They did that though. Yes. So it, it literally came down to somebody's spouse passing <laughs> yeah. during during an during an incident. Um and it was in of course it there were international implications because they weren't citizens. Right. And they were denied they were denied care based on, you know, local what was laws. Going on. Local laws, exactly. What's fascinating to me in that case is the fact that Traditionally, we, we, we look at Catholics with uh, a, a very 
pro pro life you know anti-choice pro life yeah anti-choice very pro-life views and that ireland's a pretty darn uh catholic country that's why they they separated from the crown yeah and it passed overwhelmingly yeah so and 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 again everywhere that you see it go here in the united states it passes overwhelmingly how much of this is just a made-up issue by a handful of people grasping at whatever they they think will piss off their base enough to get them to turn out maybe i'm just being a pessimist and that's i i'm the eternal pessimist you, you, you were talking about earlier about the glass half full i'm a glass <laughs> half empty i'm trying to i'm gonna try time. to balance you out here then if that's the case <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm the eternal optimist i'm always trying to look for the silver lining that's good i feel maybe i'm gonna get us into hot water on this but how much of this like abortion debate is fueled by religion because being an atheist, a lot of it this doesn't make any sense to me you know like I mean, maybe that's just because I'm an immoral, you know, godless heathen, (laughs) godless heathen. Yeah. (laughs) But at the end of the day, are we not allowed religious freedom? You know, like if if your religion says this is when, uh, you know, the the soul enters, you know, so you're not allowed to have abortions, then don't get one. Then you don't get one. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I, I, I think we need to normalize the term forced birth. Honestly, I think that needs to make yeah. its way into uh, I think media. when that young that unfortunate young lady I think she was like 11 or 10 or 11 and she was yeah. raped and they had to take her across state lines to get an abortion because otherwise she was going to have to carry the term she's fucking 10 years old are you she kidding hasn't me even, uh, she hasn't even fully developed right. she as has... a human being right like we don't stop developing until we're 26 our brains stop finally is done yeah figuring that, that like forming <laughs> at 26 you're going to tell me that an 11 year old has to do that so you brought up the the part of like religious implications um yeah i'm not an atheist but and on a it's difficult i have to qualify it really thoroughly because on a personal level i am i don't agree with terminating pregnancies but 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 my opinion doesn't fucking matter i what i the reason why it doesn't matter is because i have no idea why somebody would be having to do this i really don't and i don't want to have there's no fucking reason someone should have to explain that it's a really difficult decision leave them alone as much as i don't like it and it really what it is is them making up uh, scenarios to upset people like they're going to abort babies uh at you know like two days before they're born they're going to terminate third uh third third trimester uh fetuses because it because it's fun or whatever like that's the dumbest shit ever like you're not you're making up a reason to not like it like you're not thinking about a 10 year old girl who was raped or you're not thinking about an Indian couple who is having and she's having very difficult medical issues with her pregnancy or someone who's has like an ectopic pregnancy or an ectopic fetus outside of the uterus. It becomes um, toxic and it will literally kill them. The, it'll kill the woman. A good friend of mine had that and she had to have a, uh, an abortion for that. 
That's the only way that you that you check that you get rid of it is an abortion. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like a false sense of morality, man. Virtue like, signaling. Yeah, virtue signaling. Exactly. Like, let's be real here. How much of this is just the inability of those folks folks to put themselves in other people's shoes? Yeah. Um, and also, I think a lot of it is race. Because when you think when you if you sat down and asked these people, who do you think is having abortion? Mm -hmm. They're going to tell you that it's welfare queens. Yeah, that it's black girls, this, Hispanic that girls, it's black girls. Yeah, that's who they think are these hypersexualized archetypes. You know yeah. what I mean? They're archetypes. They're caricatures. They they view Latinas and, and, and African-American women as caricatures as archetypes so they don't see that as an actual person they're not viewing it in 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 the lens of well this might happen to a person this might happen to that welfare queen this might happen to that undocumented immigrant who's here just sleeping with everybody and doing this like they have this connotation of who gets abortions yeah what kind of what kind of behavior is associated with that right but that's behavior that they are internally associating with those folks we all know that people get abortions across all yeah. all races yeah across all social all demographics statuses. every it, single demographic all demographics it doesn't matter but the idea is that we, when we talk about it to politicians specifically a lot of the older politicians are still talking about the welfare queen even if they're not saying it out loud that's who they're talking about they're not talking about their I... mistress who they got pregnant <laughs> by chance the last thing i'll add on this banning abortion that's just banning abortion for poor people yeah you're you banning it for you can do whatever you want you can uh, fly to whatever country or whatever the hell you need to do. I think yeah. uh, Mexico is looking to codify it as legal. So, yeah, you're just people are just going to go to Mexico. <laughs> which, which when it was banned, they, they were doing that anyway. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Somebody said something uh, really. God, why am I Mitch McConnell? Why is this happening to me? <laughs> TikTok. <sighs> yeah. Um,. <laughs> I don't, oh man, I don't understand. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I got it. I remembered. Is a lot of the politicians making this, you know, virtue signaling, this virtue call that they're making. If you were to tell them, if it were, the roles were ever reversed, is if you were the one that had to give birth and you couldn't handle it for whatever reason, like no, no explanations needed, you just did it, you couldn't go through with it. And someone told you you couldn't, terminate the pregnancy you would be fucking furious but you're not the one that has to deal with it so oh well oh are you kidding me captain bone spurs would have gotten like 14 abortions if men got pregnant are you kidding me like trump would have been like oh yeah i take one every morning trump with my abortion clinics with my, are available everywhere with my with my uk sudafed from my years of cocaine use you know like that's he just it would just become part of his morning routine, uh, without a doubt. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, unfortunately, this is like a yeah. The the godless heathen women 
being whores and sacrificing their babies to Satan or whatever. Like, please, please shut up. Because if I told you what to do with your body, you would get mad. So I don't understand why you'd do it to anyone else. But yeah, empathy, putting yourself in someone else's shoes is apparently not a common virtue or common trait. Uh, I think there's a I think there's a clear disconnect and a divide generationally yes. between the kid the kids that grew up with the internet, even uh, us older kids that grew up you know had the internet in our in our teen years. Yeah. Versus the older folks who have been so isolated from the world in their own little pockets. I think we're we're a lot more global than they were. They're. Their version of social media was, I don't know, going to after church, you get around with your friends and then you gossip. That was social media. And, and then not tipping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, I think that's as good a time as any. I think, yeah, we're, we're done. Like, we went through this whole fucking list. I did not expect that to happen, but we're all Can't. good. Yeah, that's, we're going we're gonna to keep doing this. This is what uh, the, the prog pads do. Okay, let's see. On our way out here, do you, uh, the socials. So they are not affiliates or anything like that, but I still plug them because I like them. Uh, common Defense is at Common Defense. I think on Instagram, it's Common underscore Defense. Uh, Vets Forward is Vets underscore FWD. And me, the entire Lux Media Network is LVX Media Net. You can find all kinds of shit that I do on there. Gentlemen, parting words. It's my favorite part of every show that I do. Uh, well, if you're listening, thanks. I love you. I don't have anything to plug, but maybe someday I will. Have a great day. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, love y'all. Love that y'all took the time to share your uh, little space of the universe with us today, and uh, follow me at uh, at Real Mo Montalvo uh, on Instagram if you want to hit me up. That's really the only one I use and put stuff up on. Uh, but yeah, if you want to follow me there, uh, and hope everyone out there is doing their bit to make this place a little bit better this miserable fucking existence <laughs> um fuck this place yeah no shit where where do i get off the ride like where when does this shit end um that's gonna do it for this episode of the progressive patriots thank you thank you thank you for listening if you could please do all that internet shit like liking posts following accounts following podcasts liking the podcast rating the podcast there's probably other stuff that i forgot but if you could please that would be very much appreciated. Actually, you can, if you hear something that we said that you don't like or that you feel we need to correct, I have a phone number. It's 833-589-7637. You can leave a, you can text me. You can leave a voicemail if you're old like me. Um, either way, stop being fucking pansies and put, put your fucking voice out there. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you think about what I think. And what I think about you think, you thinking. All right, that's going to do it. Hi. 